This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Just like before, whoever wants okay. to come and listen is welcome to sit around my father. Yeah, it should be mandatory. What? It should be mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 he's got potential as a gaver. This, this, this is the, this is the gaver that I want. Um, okay, so I wanted to speak about a branch off from Kotsk, and it's become today extremely popular. And I think understanding a little bit the background development of it, Lublin was a very central point for this turn in Hasidus. So we spoke about, we spoke about Pshischa and Kotsk. We spoke about Pshischa and Kotsk. And we had said that um, this was a turn off. This was turned around from the standard Hasidus, which was simple folk, Avas Yisrael, in embracing people, understanding that everything is wonderful and good, and you know, financial and everything, this became an almost opposite movement of self-criticism, sharp, emes lamito. That was that was the flavor of of Pshischa. It found its ultimate destination in Kotsk, and the Kotska was a big Talmud Chacham, a big Lamdin. He was sharp sharper than sharp, and it was a very charismatic base medrash. People came to Pshischa, and it took to, to Kotsk, and they would sit around, and it wasn't like today they came for a tish. They would come to be in the base medrash. They would leave their wives and kids on their own, basically. And they would come and sit by the Rebbe for undefined amount of time, and the Rebbe kept ratcheting up what he demanded from his chassidim more and more. In other words, people stayed longer and longer. The Rebbe became much, much sharper, more demanding, and, and, and so on. It came to a head. Ellie said a story about when we were by the, by the caver, by, by Berka and his wife Tamar. His wife Tamar... Um, his, his wife, Tamaril, took over. She, she gave a lot of tzedakah to a lot of chesidus. She heard that in Kotsk, the situation is very desperate. People are sitting there for months and months. Their families are back home starving. It, things are terrible there. So she decided she's going to come and bring money for these people. She came into the Kotzke Rebbe and she, she bought a bag of gold pieces for the Rebbe and, and said, I want to support these chassidim who are sitting here and being oisik naveres Hashem. The Rebbe, the Rebbe went out to the room, to the base medrash. He, he had a room that was adjacent. And he took the gold coins and threw them on the floor. And he said, let me see who the first person that is going to bow to the god of money, to the Vodazar of money. And there was a shocked silence in Beis Medrash. And somebody picked up a gold piece, and another person, and another person. The Rebbe took a look, he turned white, and he said, I am finished and done with you. You know, I'm gone. 
and I never want to see you step over my doorstep again. He walked into his room, slammed the door shut, and basically was unavailable till he died. There are different takes on it. In other words, um, there, there, there's a, an extreme story. Uh, you know, again, in my skill, this was fatter for everybody. But the bottom line was he cut. And the, 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 um, there was, of his Talmudim, one of the things that broke, this, one of the straws that broke the camel's back was a rebellion by his own Talmudim. He had a Talmud, um, Remort Yosef Liner, who had been a, a colleague Talmud from Shischa. And Remort Yosef Liner was beginning to become very uncomfortable with these Hanhagas of the Rebbe. He, he, he appreciated Kotzka, but he felt this is, this is a Khurb. And there was one Simcha's Torah where they were waiting for the Rebbe to come out and make our coffees, and nothing was happening. The Rebbe wasn't coming out. This was part of, you know, long and long, you're not ready for our coffees, you don't like the Torah, what do you want to dance with it? You know, it, it, and that was the attitude. Finally, he picked himself up, took a, a, a whole bunch of Hasidim, went to a different place, made our coffees. This is incredible, Merida. It's, it's like somebody in, you know, this, I mean, by Hasidim, this was Meirid Bamalchus. And this was something that really broke the Kotzka. And the remote race of Linus said, Loiza Derech. He said, you know, he, he gave a marshal. He said, the Rebbe has the most wonderful knife in the world and he can cut out every diseased tissue from the body. But there's no patient left at the end. So what did we accomplish? You know, we, we took out every Nakud of Sheker and we left over a body. And he went off on his own. And he drew with him people. One of the people that he drew with him was named Rablebla Eger. Rablebla Eger was a grandson of Kiv Eger. His father um, was a Pshleima Eger, who's brought down a lot. And they saw in his being chapped by Hasidim terrible. His father couldn't get over it. His father was extraordinarily angered him. He came to fetch him. And he asked somebody, where is Harav Label Eger? He was a big Talmud Chacham. And the guy said, Harav Label Eger? Ah, he said, Label Shleim is Akivas. And, and he was devastated. It, it, it was like, and, and this was part of the Kutzka mentality to put people down. You have no yiches, you have no titles, stop with the nonsense. And his father was, and his father never reconciled with him. Um, his um, grandfather, Kvega, was a lot more, he had a lot more tolerance for it and, and seemed to have a, a, a reasonable relationship. But he went on, he went along with, with Reb Mordechai Yosef. A side story I'd like to tell about Pshischa, this is before the Kotzke yet, to give you a sense of the flavor of what Pshischa induction was. There was a young man who looked very capable of that type of life. And there was some Pshischa Chassidim and they took him under their wings. And finally they said, you can come for a Shabbos with us. He comes for a Shabbos, they walk, you know, dozens of kilometers and there's a get-together of Pshischa Chassidim for a Shabbos. Friday night they sit this and that 
and uh, and the kids are mice uh, um, very nice they go to sleep in the morning he wakes up and everybody's sleeping it's I mean it's getting very close to this man Krishna and finally like five minutes was my Krishna everybody wakes up quickly tells the dime and one guy says you know they lay in a pasuk they say Shmai so he says you know we need to make Kiddush because without Kiddush and Mazonis it's just not the same davening and this guy is like whoa it's, they sit down and the Mechabrim to make Kiddush and he, he like he doesn't know what to do it's Asa on the other hand, so he says, you know, our minig is that we kind of do Kiddush only after davening. Ah, our minig, this guy's got minhagim, he's come here with minhagim, yeah. He'd have a minig, they wait for kids, the big tzaddikim. And they, they let him have it. And finally, you know, he, he was crushed. I said, I came back, you know, Shabbos. And right before he made a bracha, they grabbed the kais away from him. And they say, Shegetz, I don't understand something. There's a shaharach. What, what do you care what people are saying? Why, why is it? He said, they all davened already. They davened with Sikin. And this was a game to give him a feel of what it's like to stand on your own. There's a shaharach. And it doesn't make a difference. All the big rabbanim can sit around and make fun of you with chsidas and shmidas. Where's the shaharach? That was pshis chachinach. And just giving those aside, just to give you a flavor of it. Yosef said, it's wonderful. This is a bo- an atom bomb. It's not. You can't deal with people like that. And he went back to a more, um, what's the right word for it? A more, a, a, I don't say the word docile, but a more middle of the road Hasidus. So it was him and Rebbe Ega. There was one other person, very famous, that joined him. And that was a, a, a misnagid, Rabbi Rib, uh, named Rabinowitz, Rabzadik Rabinowitz. This person was a genius. He was a big lambda and a big Talmud Chacham. He, he had a tragic life. He, his, his first wife, he, he got married, and then somebody said that his wife had shook hands with the Polish nobleman in the store. He decided to divorce her. She swore she's innocent. She never did anything wrong. He felt he's a Kayan, has to be Machma. He was all of 20 years. And he went around Europe looking for Hetemeir Abbanim. Um, three. Um, he, he, some, he went to, to, to Chernobyl, he went to Chedush Erim, um, and they and the, amongst uh, many other Abanim, and they told him, you know, we'll sign, but you should know you're doing something terribly wrong, and you'll never have children if you go ahead with the divorce. He was, whatever it was, he, he divorced her, and he, um, and he ended up, he got remarried, never had children. The, one of the people that he had a contact with was the Martri Yosef. He was taken by Martri Yosef and he turned into a chassid and eventually became a rebbe of that Shoshalas. Martri Yosef Laina in his chassidus, in his Hanhag of chassidus, was a milder version, a, a, a whole a, a going back again, he swung the pendulum back again to a moderate chassidus. His Torah was unusual. It, it took another twist this Torah de Martre Yosef, and it became another big branch that's popular today, and that is Ishbitz and or Lublin. The, the, um, let's give some, some highlights of that. They, he tends, they're, they're, they are very deep, 
there is, there is a, sometimes an extraordinarily beautiful way of darshning a pusik, a maim chazal, where, wow, it, it, it's touched with gold. He has a shita that comes through again and again and again. That many terrible things, Averis, that were done, it had to be that way and it had to come out that way. There was something that was very controversial. And if you understand it as a metaphor, as ke'ilu, this is why Hashkoch led it. But some people, unfortunately, tend to feel it's a license for Averis. You know, it's got that, that problem with it. So he wrote a small sefer, very cryptic, Mea Shiloh. It's a very difficult sefer. The most famous piece that got all the flack for it is that the Chet of Zimri really, Pinchas, Zimri was on a higher Majeg than Pinchas. Pinchas did not understand why Zimri had to do it, and that's why he killed him. But really, Zimri was on a higher dagger, and he had a, a bigger reason for it. Taken at face value, you're not allowed to say these things. But you have to, it's something that you need to, to explain. It's a, it's a very picturesque way of saying that his, his intention was extremely deep. He was wrong, it's an Avera, but his intention was deep. But people quote it like that, and it's, if you say it the way it is, it's a picarsis. I heard two very, very nice, cute rejoinders on that. Reberel Soloveitchik from Brisk said, like he said, I have an addendum. Be'emis, Pinchas had a much higher Havana than Zimri, but, but, but the Ishbitzer didn't understand it. That was Rebarrel's uh, take on that. Um, the Ramesh uh, Malevitz told me once, he said, and it's a miracle he didn't understand it because it says Kaisel was saved because he killed him. So thank God he didn't understand Zimri's deep kavanis or else he wouldn't be around. That was, that was an, another take on it. But it had that thing. That his, when he died, his son took over. And, and the Sefer Beis Yaakov is the classical. The Meir is very terse. And, and it's really something that's just, just not clear what he wants. It's very, very difficult Sefer Meir Shalach. The Beis Yaakov, which is, which is a Sefer of the terrors of his son, of Reb Yaakov, is a much more developed thing. It's, 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 it's got a, a very clear flavor. Rev Hutner used to take out, he has a certain way of, of gracing a maima with a pusik that is wow. He has that way of pulling a pusik out of his thing and you say, my gosh, I've never, I never understood that in the pusik. Um, but it has in itself also a lot of trying to understand what was behind the various, the wrongdoings and, and exactly, he uses a word a lot, gavan, which means on the outside, on the surface, on the picture of it, that was him. When he passed away, there was differences of opinion who should take over. Rebbe Leibler Eger took over, um, and Rebbe Leibler Eger was for a long time. And then when he was Nifta, Rebbe Tzaddik took over. Rebbe Tzaddik, the the Akoyin Rabinowitz that we're talking about. Rebbe Tzaddik's forum have much of the same flavor. They, they, they're very deep. They are also sometimes kind of seem to push the envelope. It's very beautiful. And Ramesh Shapiro, again, he, he told a friend of mine, was like, he said something about Reptodics, like that, you know, how far he goes off. And he's, so he asked him why you learn it. He says, because it opens your mind. It, it's really extraordinarily, you, you know, it, it's something which really, really opens up 
a person's understanding. Even as even though sometimes it's pshat, it's very very far, and, and you kind of you know he's mafli bitvar. Reb Tzadik, it's very interesting. His anhogis, when he became um, he was he used to fast a lot and, and be misagiv himself. His rebbe told him to stop doing that. The Israelites told him to stop doing that. And so, he, he, on the one hand, his rebbe told him to eat. On the other hand, his person on Huggers was not to eat. So he decided he'll eat only when there's a chiv, a sudas mitzvah. So every day he would make a siman masechta and, and eat a, 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 a sudas mitzvah. He would only eat with a sudas mitzvah. That was, that was part of one of his extraordinary anhagas. I mean, his Torah is, is written very randomly. You know, all his farim kind of go me'inyan, linyan, me'inyan. Very hard to find. If you're looking for something on a particular inyan, you, you need to use a maftech. It's impossible. He, he starts one place and ends up who knows where. Um, but it's, it's, it's extremely, if you, if you can understand it and get a feel for it, it, it is mind-opening, eye-opening, and beautiful, and, and, and deep, and so on. I, I want to share a story that brings out the, the, the extraordinary, the, the opposite nature of Ishbitz and Kotsk. There were two Hasidim, part, business partners. One was a Kotska, one was Ishbitzer. I guess when it comes to business, there's Achtos and Sholem and so on. As long as the business is going well, people from different stripes get along, no problems. One day, the business collapsed. They basically went bankrupt. And the Ishbitzer Hasid became sick. And he was dying. And he calls in his partner and says, you know, we've been partners and friends for so long. I have a last request of you. He said, sure. He said, I, I can't travel. I want you to travel to the Ishbitzer to ask him for bracha for myself. So the guy was really devastated. On the one hand, the dying wish of somebody who's so close with. On the other hand, to walk into the Tumah, to, to the Tumah itself, to the Ishbitzer. At the end, he decided, I got to do it. What can I do? I, I'm not going to be able to, 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 to look at myself if I don't do it. He goes into the Kotzka, into the Ishbitzer, and he says, I want to tell you something. First thing is, I detest you and everything you stand for. I'm doing it only because Ben Almachavero, my should have asked to do it, I'm doing it, but I think, I think the, the, the worst of you. So the Ishbitzer says to him, and if I make a nace, and your shutta becomes well, and, and the business goes well again, would you have a different opinion of me? So he says, you can do nisim by kishuf. I'm not, I'm not impressed with that. So he says, and what if I show you clearly that it's through tzara kedusha and not tzara tumah? What would you do then? So the Katzka Chasa told him, truth that you're kinder with your blood and sweat, you don't exchange it for any Nisim in the world. So this was a thought for a few minutes and he said, if you promise me that you'll always stay such a sharp and devoted Katzka Chassid, that I give a bracha that your partner should become well and the business should take off again. In other words, the Ishbitzer was able to see Lashitasai that the Katzka's Kanos and Extrememis has a makam. He can tolerate that as well. Even even when it's the kanos is all folks against it. That's that's the 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 the, the, the of that story. It's an extraordinary story about 
understanding the two sides of, of, of a real, of a real um, battle for, for Emes and what's right and what's good to do. What? Kotz said anything that's not 1,000% Emes is worthless. So if you give Stucker and, 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 you, and, and, and you like the fact that people say, wow, that's very nice of you, then that's worthless. So we're not going to let you, don't do anything until you're not 100%. All, the, the entire, your conversation was always explaining to you why you're full of it, you don't mean it, and, and it's not Emes. Um, and, and the Ishbitzer said, that's a wonderful thing, but one person can survive like that. It's, it should not, it shouldn't become a base medrash. You, that's not the way you deal with people. We need to have a different anhaga and, and, and so on. So they said, well, it, if it's Bolishma, but it's never going to be Bolishma. You're just reinforcing, you're just reinforcing all, all your weak points. That was, it, it was an extraordinary... Um, now, if, if, you, if you want to get a feel, the, the last words that Sakatska said before he died, and this was like when he still could say something. He, he was speaking to somebody and he said, In other words, strip everything. That was, that was his dying words, basically. In other words, I want the pure Dvar Hashem, no layers of anything else but that. That was the hashkocha, I guess, of, of, of dying words. Um, I, I guess looking in a, in a perspective, in a bigger perspective, um, the two are needed. You need a pilot light that never goes out, that's pure, but everything else, sometimes yes, sometimes not. You, you can't leave all the lights burning, and you can't keep the lights going without a pilot light. The, you know, in the big picture, you need a canoe of that level, and you need people that can make it a, a, a base, a base hill that can make it more accessible to more people. But that was an incredible. So Lublin was the place where this, it was a shootout from Kotsk. You know, the terror still tended to be around the Pasik and so on, a different flavor. But A, it was a much more approachable version of it. And also the, the, the terror became this type of terror, understanding not only the purity of the Nakuda itself, but understanding um, how even variations of it have a makom and they come from, from the pure emis. And that's, so you have Ishbitz with the sperm, Ishbitz was the Mea Shiloach, the Beis Yaakov, the Ferris Yosef, there was the Radzina afterwards, who was the third generation, was also, his Torah was a similar Torah, Radzina was extremely interesting in his own right, but this, this was this, this genre of Torah, Reb Tzaddik and Reb Leibla Eger. Those were the people who developed, it, it's a beautiful Torah. There are things that people can say over from it that just, you know, just, just so nice. So it's such a, like a surprising feel for Emes and a past something like that. There is also a trend of trying to understand where the good in every Avera was, which is something that, so to speak, is you're sitting on a, um, you walk a tightrope between understanding the ultimate Ashkocha where, where everything that was wrong served as, as, a, as a way to go to Emes to um, walking one step in the wrong direction and saying, you know, like Shapsi Tzvi. That's why it reminded people of Shapsi Tzvi. Shapsi also started talking about Avera Lishma and now, now we have to do Averis to be Mesak and Averis. Those were things that 
that people got very, very nervous about, and it produced a lot of that snarkness. So this was just a picture of this whole genre of Lublina Hasidus, which was a whole new, it, it was buried for a long time. People were not interested in it. Rev Tzadik, Rev Cook, was the first one who really, outside of that circle, who really liked it. He really felt Rev Tzadik is, and he told people who are, he told a particular Elu, he told Rebshaw Lieberman, that you must learn Rebbe Tzadik. Somebody of your mental, uh, intellectual abilities will get a lot out of it. Rev Hutner, like Kedarka Bekodesh, was able to take from it. Rev Hutner never quoted it, but he would take from it and use that style and, and, that, and that points and made it very popular. People who felt, who loved Rev Hutner, liked it. Rebbe Shapiro, the same thing. These were people who were yonic from Ishbitz. Nobody heard of Ishbitz before. Ishbitz was something that was unheard of. And, and they were the ones who really, really made it popular because the style borrowed from it. And, and it was known that this is something that they want to talk about. This was something I said. So we have another, uh, another branch of a branch that in itself today is very popular. Unfortunately, people have, have they learn it without understanding that the language is picturesque, metaphor. And people take it the way it says. Somebody told me, I met somebody, he's a brilliant surgeon, he lives in Silver Spring, now lives in Minneapolis. I met him and he says, you know, he's, he's gotten into Ishbitz and Ishbitz is his Rebbe. And I wanted to say to him, it's a good chance you're in Apicorus, because if you take it, if you take it the way it's written, I mean, it, it's, it's a way of, of, of saying like a statement like that, that Zimri was much higher than Pinchas. He didn't mean it, Kipshuto. What he meant was his mistake. In other words, it, it, he did wrong, he did something terrible, but his mistake was much deeper than what Pinchas thought. It wasn't as if Pinchas understood what he was thinking and was that. But, but it certainly was not very, there's not that have a meaning for that. But, 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 but he used a metaphor that really, he was much deeper. Uh, understand what he's trying to say. You know, you can't, you, you can't, I mean, you, you can't, you can't be makhash a pasik chomish, there's no two ways about it. But that's what he's trying to say. Al Kaponim, this genre has become popular, people are into it a lot, and it's got its issues because of that. Okay, that was something I, I wanted to discuss because if Lublin seemed to be the seat of it. Are there any Kutzka Hasidim today? Kutzka, once, once the Kutzka died, it, it, it was over. Ger is tries to borrow from that. So for instance, let, let's say, in Ger, they daven very quickly. If you want to daven long, you have to be in a private room someplace because, you know, you're showing off. In Ger, um, they don't, any, they don't prava from kite. The only thing they, they, they prava from kite on is, you know, Benishlishto and Ketusha. Anything else, if you, it, the, 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 the Ger Rebbe used to give Shalach Manis, the base Yisrael, like the Solomon Rebbe son told me, they still have a Shalach Manis, they couldn't eat anything. Everything was Rabbanut Heksha, no Eide Heksha. Like, like, listen, <laughs> and, and, his, and his basic point, somebody walked into the base Yisrael, base Yisrael was Kutsk, you know that. Somebody walked into Beis Yisrael, uh, an American, and he asked him, Verbinsti, who are you? So I told him, Rav so-and-so. <gasps> he opens up the door and says, Rabbi, say, Rav so-and-so is here. Stand in line for a bracha. <laughs> you know, he, 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 it was very, very, you know, and, and they're very kind of rough. They're rough, you know, self-deprecating, first name basis. No, you know, it, it, it has those trappings of it. 
the problem is those are things that the difference between a person who's MS and a person who, who has no tact is really a, a hairline. And, and one person is just, is, is, is just a grubber young, and one person is an Ishemis, and, and it, those lines are very fine. But Ger tried to take that Nikuda of um, simple lifestyle, no outwardness, um, knocking yourself in the sense that you're, that you're not genuine, and, and, and so on. That, that's sort of, that's their mannerisms of bearing. Yeshviyesh, they used to, in, 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 when the Beisol was Rebbe, they wouldn't give out beds in the dormitory. Like, grab one, fight for it. What do you, what do you want? This hotel? You check into a hotel over here? It, it was chaos. It was chaotic. The Beis Yisrael had a very chaotic rabistva. His brother was a, was a, was a, was totally an organization person. Everything was misuda when people would come, when people would go. It, you know, every hand hug of that's extreme needs adjustments. But that's that was the only thing that as a remnant of Kutsk.